listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, a show dedicated to helping passion-led entrepreneurs and business owners learn how to use social media as a tool to grow your business. I'm your host, Andrea Jones, and I'm fiercely committed to helping you understand both the how and the why of social media marketing so that you can create connection, build community, and make your difference in the world. This is episode number 128. I'm Drea, and this is part of our special series interviewing social media and digital marketing managers. So we are excited to interview Sue today. But before we dive into that, as always, our sponsor of the show is Fan Booster by Traject, which is the world's most complete social media management tool. And it's our tool of choice when it comes to things like scheduling, managing, and especially reporting on social media. Try them out for yourself for free by clicking the link in the show notes below. Now, as I mentioned, this is a special episode with our mentees from our mentorship program. And today we have Sue Ellis Soller on the call. She is a tarot card slinging, energy wielding, angel loving spiritual advisor and marketing agent who helps spiritual and sensitive entrepreneurs learn to love social media and make a bigger impact in the world. Sue loves to learn about and teach about social media, content marketing, spirituality, energy, manifestation, and just making the world a better place. So Sue, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Andrea, for inviting me and having me here. It is fabulous to talk to you. Yay. Awesome. Uh, Okay. So I want to start at the beginning of your journey because I find this niche fascinating. Personally, I started pulling tarot cards for myself about three or four years ago. My father-in-law introduced them to me. I really like the process of doing that. Uh, But previous to that, did not even cross my mind. Um, So tell me a little bit about how you got into this world of being a spiritual advisor. Wow. So my own journey started a while ago while being, I was thinking about that the other day, 35 years. Um, I got my first deck when I was 16, 17 years old. And before that, I was just fascinated. You know, I grew up with Ripley's Believe It or Not and all the ghost stories on TV and everything like that. And I was just really excited by everything and learning about other things. And it just goes even back further than that. Like my family is from Transylvania kind of thing. So, you know, it's kind of always this fun little thing, but then, you know, as I grew up, you just kind of get more into it. And then you start working with tarot cards when, you know, you start having relationships or having crushes on people and, you know, kind of flipping cards for that. And then it just kind of snowballed really into this whole, it's a lifestyle even. It's something that's with me every step of the way, every decision that I make is made connecting with, you know, um, when you're looking at tarot cards, like you just started pulling tarot cards, it's a way to connect with your higher self and to kind of get in touch with what it is that you really want in life and, and a way to kind of look at things through a different lens or a different perspective. So I find it really interesting and fascinating and intriguing. 
Yes. And I love that you talked about the shift in perspective because I think some people think of it as way more magical, I guess, than it actually is in reality. And and how I view tarot cards is that reality check, that gut check, that what am I actually thinking? Do I agree with these cards say? Do I disagree? Why? Why do I feel such a guttural reaction to something? And so I really like that. Um, So how then did that translate into building your marketing business? Yeah, I was in Zurich and I volunteered for Doreen Virtue, who is like one of, she had some decks out and she was a big person in the angel community. And what I noticed is that everybody is teaching people how to read tarot and encouraging them to go into business reading tarot or as tarot readers, but they're not giving them any kind of business foundations. You know, there's a lot of law of attraction. There's a lot of wish your way into this wealth kind of thinking, but none of the nuts and bolts of how to do things, you know, how to actually create and stick with it because, you know, if it doesn't manifest in three weeks, it doesn't mean you failed as a business owner. It just means that you need to give yourself more time and, and put more energy also into your business as well. And um, when I was in America, we moved here in 2005. So I worked in marketing there. I was a marketing analyst. And so I kind of brought some of that experience into the fold as well. Yes. And I like that you're combining these two things that you saw a need in. So number one would be in this community, there are a lot of people starting businesses but they're not quite sure how to even market those businesses. Like that's such a beautiful um, niche that you've kind of developed here. So talk to me a little bit about your process and how you approach bringing on a new client. What are some of the questions that you ask them to kind of understand where their business goals are and how you can help serve them? Well, I'm still a newbie. I'm still on training wheels with this one. I can say that for sure. Uh, And it is a learning process as well, because a lot of times, even I go into this in an intuitive way, kind of feeling the energy of what the person already has started and what they're developing and what level they're at. In, in their business, because there are, as you know, different levels and different lessons or, or places that they've gotten to. So really getting a feel for what they have, because as you know, too, there's just this idea about always churning out new content for social media and kind of feeding this hamster wheel of information and really we almost need to encourage the person to go back into what it is that truly lights them up about their work, what their teachings are, what they want to share with the world and to create content based on those things that they feel are their best assets or, or their visions for changing society, get that part dialed in so that they're creating this wonderful content. And then base and nice, robust marketing plan and social media plan based on those key pieces of content instead of kind of, I feel like right now there's like this flip of that. As I said, they're focused more on that hamster wheel when they need to dial it back and get more in tune with themselves. 
Yes. And I, see, this is what I love about what you're doing is that you are tapping into your intuition for how these specific businesses can market themselves online. And I don't necessarily think that that is a newbie thing. I think you're actually discounting yourself a little bit. If I can put on my coaching hat for a second, uh, because there's, there's something there where you're talking about really taking a step back and focusing in on the foundational content. What do you want to say? What is the purpose of all of this? Instead of putting out content for the sake of content, instead of posting for the sake of posting, how will this post give us one baby step forward in the business? I think that that's very powerful strategy to apply to our clients and something that they understand because they all want to move their businesses forward. Of course, they want more clients. Of course, they want to do more sessions. Of course, they want all of these things. And we can help them with those little baby steps in moving forward, which I really like. I want to talk a little bit about your kind of intuition and how you tap into that when it comes to like kind of guiding your clients on this path. Do you have any thoughts? Or maybe I'm throwing a curveball at you right now. Well, that's, you know, it's, it's interesting because I'm sure you do the same thing too, and you might call it something different than me, but you can really go to somebody's website. You can go to their social media pages and you can get an idea of if they're blocked or if they just put zero energy into it and and it's like lifeless it's it's not moving it has no energy in it or if somehow they're i don't want to say like they're showing up inauthentically because i feel like that's kind of an overused catchphrase at the moment but you know sometimes you can tell that there's just something off and even for myself i blocked myself from doing this social media thing for so long and i just like held on with teeth and nails to the the spiritual advisor thing and then once i allowed myself to like just be like you know what i'm just going to go in full force with the marketing aspect of things you you can subtly understand if something's off about somebody's marketing and sometimes it's just a tweak, but sometimes it's getting into a conversation with them and saying, what is it that you're really wanting here? And what is it that you're doing? And is what you're doing right now actually, as you said, is it taking you one step closer to your true vision and what you want to do and what you want to be known for? Or are you just throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks? Yes. Oh, I love that you kind of are taking this to the core of the client's wants and needs as well and kind of understanding because their energy is really what drives the business forward. As much as we as marketers want to come in and like build their whole business, they kind of have to do some stuff too. (laughs) Um, So I love that you're tapping into that and really just highlighting it so that your clients can understand how this plays a role in their marketing and all of that sort of thing. Okay. So talk to me a little bit about your favorite types of clients. Tell us who you like working with. Like, I just love what I do. So I get, I have people who do channeled messages, you know, from spirit and like one girl in particular, one of my clients in September last year, she's like, I see something huge coming, but I just don't know what it is. Something that's going to change the world. And, you know, and then Corona hits and you're just like, dang, you know, (laughs) just, you know, channeled messages, things like that. Uh, The people who 
are just my friend, Caroline Palmy, for example, she is just so calming and soothing and she does like self-love and self-help and, and things like that. And so you talk to her and it's just like when you, you talk to her and you're just instantly like, okay, I feel so much better now. Thank you so much. You know, and even last week I was finishing up with some client work and just like animal symbolism and things like that. So being able to put together these really cool presentations and working with this stuff and learning new things, because, you know, we get like kind of a sneak peek of all the content that's coming out. And a lot of times uh, we get access to information that only clients get. And so you know, I get continued education in tarot, Lenormand, angels, crystals, and even doing the uh, research for putting together a campaign for a client, for example, then I will look up different things or, or, you know, how it is when something comes together visually, and you're just like, yeah, I knocked that one out of the ballpark. Woo! You know, so, so I just feel like, I love my clients, all of them, and they're all unique. And just each of them has, you know, so much to share with the world. And so I don't get bored with it. And I can't say I love one thing over another. (laughs) Sorry. Yes. No, I love that. And I love the energy that you kind of like, it lights you up to talk about these things. And I think it's important for those of you who are listening, who are social media managers or digital marketers, or you're doing this for your clients, there is something to working on some projects that do excite you. Now, not all projects will be like that, obviously, uh, but there is that that energeticness that you put into your work that's hard to do if you're working with a whole book of business that doesn't excite you. Um, So I really like that. So if there's someone listening who is a spiritual business or they uh, identify as someone being in that niche, what's one thing that they can do today to improve their social media and their marketing? This is something that I was going to talk about in my group actually creating evergreen content that's based on their primary offers or sessions. So if they have a session that they always are going to offer, then they can sit down one day, make about five images or whatever, you know, eight, or if they wanted to do 12 to do a full, I mean, when you think about it, if you do 12 images, that's one per week that's going to drive people to your main session type. So if they want to sit down and just say, okay, and also like dial in the branding. So, cause I know for a lot of businesses, they just are like, I want different colors and different feelings and different fonts. And I'm just like, you know what, Picasso, you know, a Picasso when you see a Picasso, because Picasso, you know, a dolly when you see a dolly because dolly, you know, so you want to have this, this brand dialed in. So I think that's probably the, I would say those two are equal important. Yeah. No, I want to talk a little bit about the evergreen content a little bit more. Um, Can you tell us, you know, what specifically that looks like? So um, you started to say that you take your primary offer and you make 12 posts, 12 images and captions, and then what what should they do with that information? 
So then they can go into Creator Studio on Facebook, or they can go into Later or Tailwind or Band Booster is awesome for that too, to be able to schedule things out. But so then put that, so say every Thursday, I'm going to have my social media lead to my offer. And then just schedule it in there because I think a lot of businesses and especially spiritually based businesses are very hesitant to lead people to their offers. They are fine with giving valuable information. They're fine with talking about their friends' work. They're fine with funny memes. But when it comes down to driving traffic to the sale, they have a big block towards that. So if you just go ahead and schedule it out and then it's done for three months, you know, and then if you want to next three months, you can just reuse that same content that you created as long as it's not seasonally themed. But yeah, just really having that foundational piece in place I think kind of makes everything else a lot easier because then it frees up your energy. You don't even have to think about marketing really anymore. You just have to think about showing up and being awesome and sharing your experiences. Yes, I love that. And I love that you're kind of encouraging us to go in all in, just do it in a big chunk. And then we don't have to think about it for three months, possibly even longer. I think that's very helpful for those people who are listening who do dread that. And I know a lot of people do. Okay. So let's switch gears a little bit and talk about the mentorship program. So you signed up for our beta round, our initial concept for the mentorship program. And I will give a prerequisite for this, for those listening. Sue was like the first person to sign up. She really encouraged me to build the program because I had a lot of people talk about it and a lot of people ask about it, but she made it official. So I appreciate that. Um, but I'm curious, what's what's one thing that you thought before you signed up that that helped you make that decision? I was like, Andrea knows what she's doing. And Andrea shows up. She is... I love the fact that you're very professional, but you're very also grounded and you have this quality about you where I feel like I can reach out to you and not get like this attitude or, you know, so it was just really easy to reach out to you. And we've known each other in the online space for quite a while now. And so I've watched you grow your brand basically. And, and it was really a thing about, yeah, she knows what she's doing and she does a really fantastic job professionally, but very like friendly and, you know, like you have a good energy (laughs) there. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So let's talk a little bit about your transformation in the program. Cause when you first signed up, you set yourself a goal. So tell us about that. And then tell us if you reached your goal. So when we first started out, I had one client, I've been working with her for a year now, and I wanted to have three additional clients on a regular basis. And I think I hit that within the first month of working together and very easily, like, because people right now really need help with their social media. The marketplace is really shifting to more online, more courses and things of that nature. So people need help with their social media, even there's different levels. So they need help with strategy. They need help with implementation. They need help with, you know, ongoing tech support, the background support stuff. Yeah. So I think I ended up with five 
by the end of the program. A couple of them were just, you know, uh, for a launch uh, session. One, we our energy wasn't a good match. So I ended up, you know, saying thank you with grace and moving on. But yeah, and I'm really looking forward to, like, I have plans for next year. So I have a lot in the pipeline and just really kind of fine-tuning my own offering, my own website to make it you know, for the people who are thinking about becoming social media marketers and managers, just really kind of making sure for myself that I have everything very distinctly laid out. So people, including myself, understand what the boundaries are, because if if there's any wiggle room in that, it just gets a little uncomfortable. So that was one of the things that I've learned through the process, but my own transformation, I mean, going from like, yeah, I, I think I want to do this. I, I think that I've been, you know, to actually having a really, really good foundation about how to optimize things, how to onboard clients, how to have these systems in place so that I'm not recreating the wheel every client that I bring on. And, you know, it it does take time to do that, but you give us so many templates. You are so generous with like everything that's in there so that we kind of had this foundation of resources And even to go through, you constantly offer updates, you know, and you constantly are, you have your finger on the pulse of what's going on. And so that allows us also to have you as kind of a touch point to say, hey, Andrea, this new thing came up or this old thing came up and or, you know, in the group on Facebook as well. A lot of people are very active in there and and we're using each other as resources and a shoulder to cry on and uh, uh, other hand to high five, you know, so (laughs) it's really good. I like it. I've had a few mentees say that the Facebook group, like the community has been the surprise of it all. Even for me, I, um, social media and marketing can feel lonely sometimes. Like we, it's like us with our clients, but we don't really have other like colleagues. There's no like, like water cooler talk and that sort of thing. So that, you know, has been a really nice added bonus. Thank you for sharing. I really appreciate that. And for anyone who's listening, if you have a question about the program or anything like that, definitely reach out. Um, I'm happy to answer any questions that you have. Uh, Okay, Sue, you mentioned that you have big plans for 2021. Let us in, share them. Well, Okay, first of all, I think I've told you about the spiritual business spotlight that I've been doing for a couple of years now. And basically, it started out as a podcast and I talked to other spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully, you know, I've been getting more and more inspiration about how it's going to look ultimately and incorporating the social media management into this as a tool, growing the podcast and really highlighting my clients as well and growing, you know, in the same way that you're having me on right now and, you know, kind of introducing me to your audience is what I would like to do and to use Spiritual Business Spotlight as a way to, you know, number one, have the information and the resources for the people who are seeking spiritual information or on their own journey to learn about symbolism and tarot and angels and and all those things. But also the people who are 
writing the information, the people who I am working with their channels and their angel card readings and their social media, really putting a spotlight on them. So that's my idea. And also courses and a membership, but that's also down the pike as well. So yeah, I'm so excited for you. I do think that this niche has a lot of potential. Um, and I will say, total side note, the connections that you make from interviewing folks on the podcast are magical. Um, I find that sometimes it's hard to sit down and like say, hey, can I pick your brain for 30 minutes for no reason? <laughs> uh, but with the podcast, it gives you a reason to do that. And I think you'll be surprised by how many people say yes to being featured on the podcast. People who you may not have had an opportunity to just sit down and like, you know, talk uh, for, for whatever, 30 minutes or an hour, whatever the case may be. So good for you. I'm excited. Um, for those people who are listening, who want to connect with you further, what's the best place for them to do that? Well, I am pretty much everywhere on social media and, and my name is kind of like Mississippi. So we can just say... <laughs> U-E-E-L-L-I-S-S-A-L-L-E-R. So I'm at all the places under that. Or you can find me Spiritual Business Spotlight. And I also have Spiritual Business Basics groups on Facebook as well, where I kind of go into the basic information about, um, as we talked about, about content planning, social media marketing, and you know, business mindset and management kind of thing. Awesome. Yes. I'll put the Mississippi name in the, in the, in the show notes and in the description. I like that you said that because I never thought about it that way, but yeah, there's like two E's, two L's, two S's. I love it. Another two L's. Okay. I'll put all of those links in the description and in the show notes. Thank you so much, Sue, for joining us today. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Andrea, for everything. Seriously. I really appreciate it. Yay. Awesome. Uh, stay tuned because next week we are doing, I'm doing my end of year review. Also going to do some predictions for 2021. This year was a doozy, but there's a lot that happened in the social media world. So we're going to cover that. We're also going to talk about how you can prepare for the new year with all of the new things that are probably going to pop up then. So stay tuned for next week's episode. And if you love the show, please review it, write a comment, give us feedback. We love all of the support you guys show for listening and tuning in every single week. Thanks so much for joining me.